Hello, and welcome to Spouses of Light. I'm David. And I'm Lisa. And this is a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy game, starting with one, and talk about it. Together. We're all the way in Final Fantasy V. Yep. But before we get started with that, what Final Fantasy updates do we have, Lisa? Well, this week was an anniversary of a Final Fantasy game. Oh, which one? Final Fantasy One. So it's the anniversary of all the Final Fantasy is what you're saying. All of Final Fantasy? Is there something before Final Fantasy 1? Oh, I see. Like the, the the anniversary of the start of the whole series. Yes. Yes, it was that. Okay. <laughs> How old is Final Fantasy? Well, I should specify. It is not the anniversary of the release date in Japan. Oh, so Final Fantasy is actually older. Yes. It's just Final Fantasy in the US? Yeah. Or is it like, are you talking about like Australian releases or Swedish releases or something? It is the North American release. Ah, and how old is the North American release of Final Fantasy? It is 33 years old. Wow. As of five days ago. Dang, Mm -hmm. such a baby. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a millennial like us. But a younger one. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So... 33 years ago, Final Fantasy hit the U.S., and unbeknownst to four- and five-year-old David and Lisa, changed the course of our marriage. Heart. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess changed the activities of our marriage more than changed anything about our marriage. But yeah. Oh, I think it's changed our marriage. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Any other updates you want to share? Mm, That's all I've got. Okay. What about you? I know you did something significant this week. I beat Final Fantasy 16. Whoa. Whoa. I beat it yesterday. Finished all of the bounties and finished all the side quests and beat the main story. I did not do some of the like battle challenges that you could do. And Mm -hmm. I didn't play New Game Plus, but. Well, yeah, because that's a separate game. I mean, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How many hours did you put in for completing all those things? Oh, I didn't even check the hour count. I oh. think the last I checked was around 60 to 70 hours. So cool. That's about what, what they said. As I say, that's what they, they said. Mm-hmm. And spoiler-free review. Spoiler-free review it is a perfectly fine game. Oh, suck. Not suck. <laughs> it's very much what I said before. The highs are very high and the lows are very low. The story <laughs> takes a turn. That if it didn't take that turn, the game could have been much better. Oh, you don't like a twist it took, huh? I don't even think it's a twist. I think it's a trajectory. Mm. I don't think it's much of a spoiler because it's a JRPG and it's a Final Fantasy game. So, you know, you always have to kill God. Oh, but I was to say, so they fight God? I think that that hurts this game. Usually oh. the fighting God is just fun or silly or whatever. Mm-hmm. But this game is trying so hard in the first, like, 20 hours to be grounded and, I mean, as grounded as with giant icons running around, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. trying to set you up with the actual political turmoil and machinations and trying to see, like, what's going on with the different nations. And then it just, it just goes off the rails. Mm. And there's hints that it's going to go off the rails, like, from the inception, mm-hmm. in my opinion, like you can see, uh, it's going to be an Agatha all along type thing. But yeah, for me, it hurt the game. Yeah. As opposed to it being like a, ooh, big reveal and ooh, like upping the stakes. Instead, there Cause was, the, you know, because there was no catchy theme song. 
because there was no catchy theme song and also because there were so many like good parallels and so many good real world stakes that they were that they seemed like they were going up against and pushing up against like what's going on in our world with some of this stuff Mm -hmm. but then all that goes off the rails when you just turn it into go fight and kill god yeah so i think that the biggest issue with 16 was that it couldn't figure out what it wanted to be Mm. I think it was trying to do too many things to try to reinvent the franchise. And because it tried to do too many things, it couldn't do them all well. Yeah. A complaint a lot of people had with 15 was that it couldn't figure itself out. I don't know much about 16's development, but I know with 15 it was because, you know, they changed what the plot of the game was so many times and it kind of got messed up in that sense. Like, you know, it was originally 13 versus whatever it was, you know, like it was originally something else and then eventually became 15. I wonder what happened with 16, if they just got overly ambitious, maybe? Maybe. I mean, it feels like the story is what it was trying to tell. Like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like that. What I mean by it is that it's trying to say, look, I'm a Final Fantasy game and I'm in conversation with other Final Fantasy games. Like, I'm not my own thing. Like, I am this To the point where there's a really cheesy line during the last fight that just made me actually cackle. Nice. (laughs) But there's crystals and and we're in conversation with our relationship with the crystals. And there's side quests and there's moogles and there's chocobos and and there's magic. But again, it's in conversation with are these the thing? So people are like, it doesn't feel like a Final Fantasy game. It really feels like it's a Final Fantasy game in that it's in this, especially how we've been playing through and so mm-hmm. steeped in it. It really does feel like it's in conversation with the history of Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. But it's not a Final Fantasy game in that you're one character just off doing a character action game. Yeah. But they're trying to keep things like, well, it's an RPG, so you got to like have progressive leveling up and power, so we're going to level you up. And in a Final Fantasy game, you always have lots of chests, so we're going to put lots of chests for you to open, but nothing that you open is ever really worthwhile. <laughs> mm. There's only like once or twice. Usually it's a bunch of crafting materials and those that really don't matter. The only times that it really matters is when you beat an icon and then you get the new weapon that lasts you to the next icon. Yeah. Or if you're doing the bounty hunts and then you get the special weapons. Gear doesn't feel like a thing. Mm-hmm. And finding loot doesn't feel like a thing. Really all I need are my potions and my sword and whack 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 yeah um so it is what it is i like just having my sword and going like slash 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 and killing all the things so but we'll see because i still have only played the like three hours yep i'm now going through tears of the kingdom trying to find every cave so i'm just dredging all of the stuff you can do in tears of the kingdom because i'm not ready to be done with it yet <laughs> that's awesome i'm glad you enjoy it mm-hmm and I'm also glad that I was right and that fi- I was going to beat Final Fantasy 16 before you ever looked at it. I am so glad that you let me play it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I think I'd give it a solid B minus. There was a lot that I liked of it and there is a lot that was engaging. Clive has highs where he's an interesting character and lows where he's not. But very much like Noctis, and I know you'll disagree with me on this one. Yeah, I'm already squinting. But very much like Noctis in 15, the supporting cast is better than the main character. Rude. So I think that the supporting cast in 16 is better than our lead in Clive. Even Prompto? I wasn't just going with every supporting character is better. 
but... You blanket statement said the supporting characters are better than the lead. The supporting cast is better than the lead, but not I'm every s- supporting member. But, mm-hmm. I'm um, like, you're just thinking of Ignis. No, I'm also thinking Gladio. Oh, okay. I'm also thinking Gladio's sister. Gladio's sister's very adorable. I'm thinking Luna Freya. No, you're not. That's rose-colored glasses, David. Okay, cool. David, who played the game, thought she was very vanilla. Okay. I'm also thinking um, Cindy. Mm-hmm. But, Cindy's and great. Sid. Sid's okay. <laughs> Which, Noctis is nothing but broody boy the whole time, so. No, um, Noctis is so good. Hey, by the time we get to 15, I'm hoping that my whole opinion will have changed, and that I will love it like the rest of the world does. It'll be really interesting to play 15 after 14. However, we figure out to do 14, because 14 is so beloved, and so obsessed over. And I know you tried it, and you weren't a fan, but since then, I think you've come to to appreciate and enjoy MMOs more. And so now having a, you know, actually finalized version of 14, I wonder if you're going to, how you're going to feel about it. And then going from however you feel about 14, going into 15. I think the issue with 14 was that I tried to beta on the PlayStation for an online MMO and didn't give it a fair shake. Yeah. And then I didn't want to pay subscription fees. Yep. And from what I understand about 14, it went through the same type of process that No Man's Sky did, Mm -hmm. where it wasn't great at launch, and I played it even before launch, but then over time they revamped and refreshed, and now it's a spectacular game. Yeah. And so I think even like the difference between 14 and 15, by the time 15 came out is when 14 was getting good. I don't even think it was great at the time of release. I think 15 is just beloved because it was a good standalone game. But Yeah, because the Chocobros are amazing. All four of them. There you go. Mm. We'll see how I feel when I get there. I'm not going to touch it again until I actually uh, get to 15 so that I can't, I'm not tainted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so back to five. Oh, so we're ready to dive back in. Catch us up for where we left off, Lisa. We got a dragon. Yeah, we're flying around on the wind drake named... Hear you. Hear you. Hear you. Hear you. So yeah, we're flying around on a dragon. We gotta go save the water crystal. Mm-hmm. So you can fly around the whole world, except... Can't fly over mountains. Can't go over mountains. So I go and I explore backwards and see, is there anywhere that we can go now that we couldn't in the path that we've already come? Yeah, I didn't think about that. I just went to the next point. There you go. But seeing you do it, I then went back and did what you did. Cool. So let's talk about... Castle Tycoon. Castle Tycoon. So when you enter Castle Tycoon, everyone is super happy to see Lena. Yeah, they're all Princess Lena, Princess Lena, Princess Lena. And then they're like, the Chancellor wants to speak to you. Which is always scary. In these games, we've experienced a lot of turncoats who were royal advisors and whatnot. So especially because the king that we know to be good is gone. Who knows who took his place? Yep. But when we go and talk to the Chancellor... He tells Lena that he wants her to return for good because the guard is weakened from all these monster attacks and the realm needs its princess. Yeah, Chancellor's still a good guy. Chancellor's a good guy. Lena says that she has to protect the world, not just the realm. And she needs to find her father. Like, she, like, trails off when she says that. And the Chancellor's, like, face falls and he Mm -hmm. goes, I understand. I swear to protect the kingdom in your stead until you return. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, like, tearing up from her saying that she believes her dad's still alive. And she swears to return and bring back her dad. And he goes, 
okay, well, you'll all at least, like, stay the night, right? And I laugh because I had the glass-shattering moment from Lisa last time, saying, so that means that we're going to have, like, a cutscene and some things are going to happen. Because stuff always happens at night when you're not staying in an inn. And so, sure enough, in the middle of the night, Lena wakes up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Lena goes outside, needs to get some air, and Ferris is out there on the same balcony. Whoa. Ferris tells Lena that it's late and she should be in bed. Mm-hmm. Very sisterly of her. Mm. What does Lena say back? Lena is like, hey, so uh, are you my big sister? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ferris is like, go to bed. And she's like, you should be in bed too, sister. <laughs> yeah. And Ferris is like, what? What? That's ridiculous. I can't be your sister. Me? A princess? No way. I'm a buccaneer. I can't do that. And then she like hangs her head like she knows it, but is ashamed. Mm -hmm. And then like laughs a fake laugh and runs away and locks the door. (laughs) Yeah. So Lena's on the balcony alone. She goes, but, but you're pendant. Yeah. And she hangs her head and we cut to Bart's. Yeah. The weirdest little mini scene. Right? It's like really dark nighttime. And he's in bed, and someone says... And he's snoring. And he's snoring, and someone goes, Bart's! And he wakes up, and he's looking around, and then all of a sudden he, like, gets scared out of bed, and then it's bright morning, and everyone's in the room with him. Yeah. And so I was like, what was that? I think it was literally just a fake-out, and, like, a, a comedy fake-out, where it's undermining the trope of you're used to things happening at night. And so here's another thing that's happening at night with Bart's and he's hearing a mysterious voice. Just kidding. It's everybody waking him up. <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess, yeah, we were supposed to be watching the equivalent of when you dream your alarm into the dream that you're having kind mm-hmm. of thing. So. Exactly. There's also some items we can get around the castle. Mm-hmm. We can get the diamond bell, the Asura, a shuriken, a high potion, two ether, two elixirs, two phoenix downs, a maiden's kiss, and a cottage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's one of the soldiers is all, hey, if there's anything around the castle that's useful for your adventuring, feel free to take it. And it's like, mm-hmm. thanks, was going to do that anyway. Well, that's allowed here because you're the princess. Yeah. Is. <gasps> mm. There's an old lady who says, yeah, I've been here since like forever. And I raised Lena when she was a baby and her older sister, Sarissa. Yep. And I'm like, Sarissa, A-R-I-S, who else do we know with a name <laughs> like that? Hmm. So yeah, this lady's name is Jenica, and she also tells us that Princess Sarissa was thrown overboard when sailing with her dad. So pretty it's Ferris. obvious. It's Ferris, right? It's Ferris. Yeah. It's very weird because Ferris is in the party, and Jenica doesn't go, Hey, Sarissa, look at you! Right? Or like, hey, could you be that baby? And, but... and the Chancellor doesn't do this either. Like, nobody's noticing the pendant except Lena, like... It's weird. Ferris is just really good at making herself look like a man. There you go. Also, if you're, as you're wandering around some and you're ready to leave, somebody tells you the Chancellor wants to give you something. Mm-hmm. So if you go back to the storeroom, the Chancellor will give Lena a healing staff. Mm-hmm. Then, Said that the, the staff has been in your family for generations and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, it's yeah. it's a good, it's a nice little moment. Yada, yada. And then we fly back up. Oh, wait, sorry, real quick. Everyone else around the castle who, when you came in, was all like, Princess Lena, Princess Lena. And now they're all, good luck, come back safe, come back soon. That's very sweet. She's clearly a very beloved princess. Mm -hmm. So if you fly back to the north, you can go to the Tower of Walsy. 
and but you can't enter without the king's permission. I think it's just Waltz. Okay. So you fly south to the town of Waltz, and you enter in. And what does Waltz look like? Waltz is adorable. It's got cobblestone streets. The buildings are all like a warm tan color with red tiled roofs. And then there's buildings that go across the bridges, which reminded me of Florence. Mm. And I got really excited. Immediately upon walking in, I was like, I love this town. Why do I love this town? And I realized, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's like Florence. And it made me all happy. And then there's waterways and there's frogs in the waterways and there's water wheels. And it's just the most charming little Italy town. Nice. What are some things that you learn around the town of Walsh? People keep talking about how great the king is for harvesting the power of the water crystal. They mention that up north there's a tower and that, you know, the water here is so pure. It's much purer than any other water because the king is harvesting the power of the water crystal. At one point, you know, kind of on the outskirts of town, but still within town, there's a creature called Garula that's wandering around. It's just a little brown blob. I could not tell what it was. We'll find out what it is in a few minutes. But I couldn't tell what it was at the time. And then there's a little girl who's like, he's like, hey, this is Garula, just standing next to it. And then I expected it to be kind of like when you walk up to a chocobo and you interact with it and it goes quay or like, you know, in the Pokemon games when there's wild Pokemon in a town you walk up to them and they make their little Pokemon noises. I was hoping for that, but nothing happened. Well, the little girl said that the monster is very shy. Yes. So don't make fun of it. And so it's basically saying don't talk to it because it's so shy. I was like, I wasn't making fun of it. Yeah. You can buy some time and some summon magic in this town. The inn costs 20 gil. And there's some silver specks around that you can pick up. Yeah, we got our first inn price jump. Yep. Did you do anything else around town? Nope. So then we head into the castle. What does the castle look like, Lisa? (laughs) The castle has stone walls and there's more waterways again. And they're powered. The waterways like pour into a moat. So there's multi levels going on here. It's really cool because when you walk up toward, when you walk up the bridge to enter, there's a portcullis that's down. But as soon as you walk up to it, it, they raise it like automatically. And so you can go in. There's two gargoyles that are lining the path on, on the way to the entrance, which was I thought was pretty cool. Because they, they're they not just, you know, in the past they've been very, like, is that a bear? Is that a lion? Like, these are clearly gargoyles. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then the guards are like, welcome. Mm-hmm. So the guards tell us welcome. So we go inside. Mm-hmm. What does the inside look like, Lisa? <laughs> Inside, there are tan tiles on the floor, and there's gray stone walls, and then there's super fancy carpet on the stairs. Like, it's it's a royal blue, and it's filigreed and everything, and there's stone columns, and then there's even waterways inside the palace, which I thought was pretty cool. Nice. In fact, those waterways are what's keeping Shiva trapped, we learn. Mmm. Shiva, you say? Yep. There's a guard that tells us that legend has it Shiva is sealed in the palace by the crystal's pure water. Mmm. Another guard tells us that there's treasure in the basement, but we're threatened that if we steal it, we'll be thrown in jail. Mm-hmm. When you walk in, just like up the main path, you are stopped in your tracks and you party out and the king comes down to greet you. Mm-hmm. And at first he's friendly. And again, I'm like, my hackles are raised because I'm just used to evil royalty in these games now, but he seems okay. He's all hey, welcome, like, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, hey, you need to stop using the crystal because, you know, Tycoon's crystal got destroyed. So you need to stop using your crystal. It's bad. And he's like, I can't do that. It purifies all the water. You know, he's very much, it's doing good for my people. 
you know, and so I don't want to stop using it. He says the people will get really mad because they'll lose their comfort and power. Yep. But then. But then the screen goes red. And again, I'm like, oh, no, this is where he curses us or something. And um, (laughs) but it turns out that it's not the king getting mad at you. It's another meteorite. Yep. And it falls near the tower and the king and the guard go to the tower. And while they do, I explore the rest of the castle. Yeah, it's kind of funny because the music turns very dark and intense. But then if you go into another room, it's like, here's the castle exploring music again. Like, no rush. (laughs) So as we're exploring the castle, you can get some items. You can get a phoenix down, a tent, 2,000 gil, a speed, and an elven mantle. Mm -hmm. As you're walking around, there's a bunch of scholars in a tower. And they're doing research. And that's when you learn about Shiva. You're also told that the Library of the Ancients is far to the west. Mm-hmm. And that they have, like, all of the knowledge there. And I was like, oh, yeah, we had a Library of the Ancients in two, three? Mm-hmm. One of them. Anyway, a soldier tells me that if I run into a Jack and Apes, that I'm up a creek. Mm-hmm. And I go downstairs, and I run into a lot of Jack and Apes and get wiped a lot. Yeah. And I thought, man... And you can't run away from them or anything, and they're terrible. So you can run away from them. Sometimes you can't. Oh. If you have a thief, you can use Scram, and you're guaranteed to get away. Oh, I was just trying to run away the R1L1 way. And if you do that, you can still do it sometimes, but sometimes you can't. Like, it's a iffy move, but if you have a thief, and the thief doesn't get knocked out first, you can always Scram away. Yeah. That's how I ended up being able to get through and get the Elven Mantle and get out. Ah, I didn't see. I never made it through because I was like, well, can't go this way. Gotcha. So what does a Jack and Ape look like, Lisa? Ah, yes. Let me describe our monster. It looks like a little imp. The sprite has it facing away from you, but looking back over its shoulder. It's a greenish color. It's got maroon wings and an orangey red like loincloth. It's got a gold bracelet and a red eye, a horn on its head and red pointy shoes and a long green tail. Nice. So you can also head downstairs into the jail, and you can talk to the prisoners. Mm-hmm. And there's one that looks like a wolf, mm-hmm. and he's called Lone Wolf. Yes, and he's all, I am the like the hero of the people, and blah, 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 let me out. And what did you do? I said no, because I saw a spoiler. Ah, <laughs> uh, I let him out. Ah, so what happens when you let him out? He goes, I won't forget this, thanks a lot, peace out, and runs away. Oh, there you go. And then there's a dude in the cell next to him. Yes. Who, I didn't actually really read what he said. I kind of went through it too fast. Oh, he (laughs) uh, claims that he's innocent. And he says, hey, will you help out an innocent person who's in here wrongfully convicted? Let me out, please. And I said, no. Oh, and see, I said yes for that one. So I went to that guy first. And I was like, let's see what happens. So I said yes. And he gets so excited, he starts running around the room, and then he, like, runs into the wall and kind of knocks himself out. And Galoof goes, that guy's a little weird. Let's leave him in there. (laughs) Nice. I said no, and he said, schmucks, I'll remember this. Mm. And I'm like, schmuck? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so then I go to the lone wolf, and I probably would have tried to let him out, except I know that it's not a story spoiler, so I'm just going to say it. But I know that I won't be able to get an item in a town later if I let him out. I don't know why, but I just, I was looking at a guide because I'm, I'm trying to 100% this one. And so I was looking at a guide that, that doesn't spoil the story mm-hmm. much, but it tells you like, hey, 
you know, make sure you get all the items because you won't be able to come back here. Or, hey, make sure you, like, run into this creature for your bestiary because it's only found here kind of thing. And it said, like, FYI, you won't be able to get this item if you release Lone Wolf. And at the time, I was like, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, there you go. So I didn't. So I can get the 100% item collection. Nice. So then we start walking north to the Tower of Walls, unless there's anything you did that I'm forgetting. I found the water tower. Oh, what's that? So it's behind a waterfall. If mm-hmm. you, you can get into the waterways on the outside of the castle. Mm-hmm. And behind a waterfall, I could see a door. And I walked into it. And it's called the water tower. And I went up a few levels. And you get to a, a floor that has like a maze-like pattern to it. And in the center is a glowing orb. And so I walked over to it. And it's Shiva. And she says, hey, before I lend you my power, you need to beat me in battle. Now, on the way there, I fought a lot of ice soldiers, which we're going to fight in an upcoming tower, so I'll describe them then. But they're they're very easy. And so I was like, well, maybe I've got a shot. I did not have a shot. <laughs> I did not have a shot at all. So I will save the description of Shiva, and she's got ice commanders. I'm sure I'll come back and get her. But I beat one ice commander before she wiped my whole party. So Okay, then. But yeah. Cool. So we head north to the tower then? Yes. Okay. This is when I went to Castle Tycoon, but we already talked about that. So yes, now I go to the the tower of Walls. So on the way up there, on the overworld, you run into the Gatling, the Tatau, and you run into Garula. Oh, I flew up there, so I didn't run into any enemies. Ah, I walked. Oh, okay. So... I don't know what Garula looks like in those encounters then. It's the same as the boss fight. Okay. So Garula is a big... It looks like a elephant with an old man face and like a lion's mane and it's got tusks no you know what the face is the face oh my gosh it's the the dude that enslaves anakin in episode one the pod racing dude oh watto yes his face is watto okay yeah that's what gorilla looks like cool so I don't fight Garula on the walk up. I just ran away because I was being nice because it's shy and I didn't want to like make fun of it. Like the girl said, it was being nice to a little girl. I didn't want to fight it. There but... you go. Interesting. So then you knew it was on the loose and running around. Well, the girl had told me that it lives in the woods near the tower. Oh. When you talk to the little girl, it says, this is Garula. She lives in the woods by the tower. Be nice. Don't make fun of it. So... When I'm wandering in the woods near the tower and I run to Garula, I go, I'm being nice, and I run away. Like That makes sense. I think I just assumed that the little patch of grass it was on was the woods near the tower. Gotcha. And because I flew there, like I said, I didn't have to have any encounters, so I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't know the Garula was out and about. But when you walk in, you find out. You find out that Garula went berserk and attacked everyone. Mm-hmm. Because there's the, the two soldiers who stopped us earlier and said we couldn't enter are now on the ground knocked down and like yeah the king the king's further up yep what does the tower of walls look like lisa i didn't describe that one (laughs) you give me so much attitude for not asking i know i'm sorry (laughs) it's all good (laughs) well we've got some enemies as we climb the tower Mm -hmm. we've got the elf toad the elf toad is a big toad that's making a very funny face the top half of it is a teal color and then the bottom half of it is white with orange like stripes it's kind of a spiky toad and yeah we've got the ice soldier the ice soldier this is this is the same one that i run into in the water tower it's a 
human question mark it's got peachy fleshy color and it's just got it's standing on one leg with its with its knee bent like it's ready to stab you he's got a shield and armor and a helmet and a red plume the wyvern the wyvern is a dragon sprite this one is a brick red color with a yellow tummy and its claws are blue and its horns are blue and yeah it's a it's a dragon the pasta soul the pasta soul is weird what it looks like is a manta ray with a skeleton face or it's a bat with a manta ray body and a skeleton face i don't know it's kind of funky and the rickard mage the rickard mage is another person i think they're wearing a long purple cloak and they've got their elbows bent and their hands together with like sparks coming out of it like they're like they're charging like the sailor mars attack you know yeah that's the record mage and we've got some items you can get the maiden's kiss the silver armlet and an ether and so you climb and you climb and you climb so something interesting as you're climbing is that some of those items were in areas that there wasn't a very clear way to get to them and then I found that by going to the the level below, there were vine-colored columns that you could climb up, mm-hmm. which is a new mechanic for these games. Yep. So that was kind of cool. And then you come to the crystal room. Well, before that, about halfway up, you run into the king, who has also been knocked out by Garula, and he's, like, just laying on the floor. So you're like, oh, man, everyone's in trouble. Mm-hmm. And then you come to the crystal room. And there's a knight talking to Gorilla, saying that they are controlling it to destroy the crystal. Mm-hmm. And is trying, like, he's like, well, I'm going to stop you from destroying the crystal, but I don't want to hurt you, big guy, kind of thing. And then Gorilla wrecks him. Yep. And so it's our turn, and we have a boss fight against Gorilla, which we've already described. Yeah. And then Gorilla hits hard, doesn't really do anything interesting other than that. So yeah. if it is being controlled, it's just, a like, a puppeteered elephant, so... One of the nights that I was playing, and I was super tired, I had forgotten that I had set somebody to use a phoenix down, mm-hmm. and so I was just autoing through a bunch of walkthrough battles, and so I used up all my phoenix downs before this battle. Oh no! So two guys went down, the boys both went down, and I couldn't revive them with phoenix downs because oh. I didn't have any. Yeah. But the sisters wrecked shop. And oh good. Yeah, Ferris got knocked out at one point, but I was able to revive her. There you go. But I used a ton of potions because, yeah. But then, even though we win, the crystal still shatters. Mm-hmm. It pulses and then shatters again. And then there's shards on the floor like there were the last time we were with a crystal. And the knight dies. But before it does, it says, Lord Galoof. And then Galoof is like, what? You know me? And he's like, protect the fire crystal. And Galoof's like, wait, no, stay with me. Tell me who I am. Tell me about me. And then, <laughs> and then the soldier, I don't know if he's dead or if he just gets knocked out. It's hard to tell. But either way. Yeah, and he asked for forgiveness for not saving the crystal, but all Galoof cares about is, tell me about me. Yeah. But now we get new jobs. Mm-hmm. So yeah, as you walk around to the different pieces of the shard, it's like, the essence of a warrior is within. Berserker! The essence of a warrior. Red Mage! <laughs> and then Summoner, Mystic Knight, and Time Mage. Yep. So then the tower starts to sink. Yeah, it starts shaking violently while we're still inside of it. And then the camera, you know, quote unquote camera moves to the overworld and you see like water explosions around it and everything. And it goes back to us and a door opens behind the crystal the same way the last one did. And we jump through 
and it cuts to us being in the water, like treading water, trying to stay up. Mm -hmm. And then Sildra comes and saves us by eating us. Sildra! Mm -hmm. I love her. So she eats us and then nom, she nom, 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 nom. takes us to shore and spits us out onto the shore. Well, before she can eat us, Lena apparently has been knocked out in the water because Ferris has to go grab her and, and drag her to be eaten. <laughs> That's true. And so, yeah, we get spitted out and Lena's like, what? That was the last of your energy? And I'm like, what? No, we just got her back. And yeah, so the game hates me. The worst part is that Ferris is freaking out going, Sildra, you can't die. And Sildra swims backwards off screen to die. Mm -hmm. And as she does, you hear these like high pitched whines mm -hmm. in the background through the music. And it's and, heart wrenching. And normally I would enter cool, like unique sounds. I'm not going to put you through that listener. It was heart-wrenching especially because then the game fades to black and we hear her last cry yeah so in my notes i took an entire page to write this game is stupid and i hate it but i still put a heart when you were playing this your reaction made me wish that you streamed these games <laughs> because because <laughs> i have a very loud face your mouth was agape the whole scene and then you just were angry and you looked at me and you looked back at the screen, and you looked at me, and you looked back at the screen, and you screamed, and then you started just pouting an angry pout. <laughs> yeah. I stand by what I did. <laughs> I stand by what you did, too. I just loved it and wish that the audience could see this. Yeah. Yeah. Patreon, man. But then you, well, you gotta set up the Patreon, man. Patreon.com slash we don't have one. <laughs> you leave, and you can go to the meteorite that struck near the tower. Yeah, that's where it puts you automatically. Yep. You can either jump back on Hyrule, hear, hear you. you, or you can go into the meteorite. Mm -hmm. And so you go into the meteorite, and it's got the a door open inside you, so you can go into the meteorite. Mm -hmm. And inside, there's a square that parties us out and teleports Bart's away. Yeah, Bart's like falls into it very comically, like, whoa! And then Lena's like, or somebody asks, is that, did he just teleport? And they're like, well, we won't know unless we try it. And so then everybody else hops on. Yep. And it brings you off to the west at another meteorite at Karnak. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're going to call it for this week. Yep. So everybody for me is level 10. We're all level 12. Bart's is a level 3 thief. Black Mage level 1. Lena is a level 0 berserker. Monk level 3. Galoof is a level 3 black mage. Knight level 3. And Ferris is a level 0 mystic knight. Thief level 4. Nice. So how you feeling? We're two crystals down. Where are you at? I am livid. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's still it's still a good game, but I'm mad. I hate when animals die a lot. Far far more than when people die. Yeah. <laughs> Usually. You're at the point when people die, you don't care, but when an animal dies, the whole world's going to burn. Yeah, as it should. <laughs> any other feedback on the game gameplay are you angry with the active time battles are you okay with the active time battles i'm okay with the active time battles i haven't lost a fight due to the active time battle yet so so i don't know if i'm over leveled or if it's just easier right now we're still early game so it's not that much of a deal but so far it's okay 
Are you making use of the abilities? Are you mixing matching classes at all? Or I'm trying a little bit, but I, I still don't fully know exactly what I'm doing. So it's, yeah, I don't know. There you go. So yeah, in case we were making a clear listener, as you level up a class, you get abilities mm-hmm. that get unlocked at different level stages. So the Black Mage unlocks at level one, level one Black Magic. Then at level three, level three Black Magic. Nothing at level two, but... And then you can apply those abilities to different classes. So the higher you level up, the thief gets like see secret passages and scram and steal. And so you can add those to different classes when you switch over. So you could have a mage knight who can still see secret passages for you. Stuff like that. What about your thoughts? It's all right. It's been cool having the animals but then very mad about Sildra and very mad about Boko being hurt and injured and not with us and I like that Hiru is healed and with us but it makes me like hesitant for how much longer yep that's fair so I was right that this is a very silly game like it's been very silly and I think it's all of the fun stuff that they've done in this game that are helping me mm-hmm. not hate it as a whole it's fair. So. The music is great. Oh my gosh, the music is so good. Every new piece of music, I'm like, yeah, this game's going to have the best soundtrack. Yeah. At least so far. Like, it's so good. Yeah. So varied, so unique, so clever and matching what you're doing and matching the vibes of the different towns. And yeah, it's just fantastic. Mm-hmm. What Bart's is nothing. Galoof is sort of nothing now also. Ferris is still the best. Hands down. Lena is... All right, cool, but all I need is one good woman character, so I'm Maybe. fine. <laughs> um, of my four, I really just like Ferris, so there you go. Yep, we'll see how we do, how we go, but yep. So far, it's it's no four, but it's still good. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where I'm at so far with five. I would say it's not as good as four or two so far, but it's still good. And see, I think four was more consistently frustrating with the. I'm on your side. I've been brainwashed. I'm on your side. I've been brainwashed that like I got emotionally numb to it. Whereas, you know, losing Sildra is a really big hurt. Yeah. But I don't have whiplash from other characters. So it's a better game so far in that sense to me. There you go. That's great. Yep. Well, if you have feedback so far on five or four or three or two or one, or even your experience playing 16 or 15. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. How can people get a hold of us, Lisa? We are on Twitter at Spouses of Light. Or you can send us an email, spousesoflight at gmail.com. Leave us a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice. It helps people find the show. And it helps us know what you like or don't like and helps us improve. Mm-hmm. Without further ado, I'm David. And I'm Lisa. And thanks for joining us on our quest to protect the crystals, which we are so far failing at. <laughs> Yeah, we're 0 for 2, huh? Uh-huh. This fantasy is anything but final. 